So this session today is all about three easy to fix reasons why you are not selling your services and making more money. Three easy to fix reasons. I'm not going to bring you difficult stuff on a Monday morning because on a Monday morning, I want to motivate you. I want to make you feel and believe that anything is possible because guess what? It is. Anything is possible in your business. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast helping you to build, market, and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth, and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income, and freedom that you have been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. Now, if that feels hard to believe right now, then I want you to really pay attention to this video, to the things that I am gonna be sharing with you, because these are easy to fix things, but they are also things that are often overlooked. They are often overlooked, they are often missed, and yet when then you might reflect, they are always the things that when working with a coach like me, you would look back and go, oh yeah, I didn't really do that. Why did I not do that? Okay, so these are easy to fix things that you are likely to not be doing, or maybe not be doing enough of, or maybe not be doing in the best way that you can okay so only three reasons i'm gonna zip through these slides for you and then we'll get to some q a if you have any questions so for those of you that are new here i just want to quickly introduce myself i'm rachel howarth my business brand name so my instagram handle is at my sales mentor that's the business name And I am the leader of the Facebook group, Female Coaches Community, and it is my mission to equip and empower 100,000 women. I know that sounds like a lot. I think big. Yeah, I want to play big in this industry. So I am on a mission to equip and empower 100,000 women to grow and scale a profitable online business so that they can live a life of freedom and choice. Now, why do I want that? Well, I want that because... I spent 20 years in corporate having my life dictated to me. I missed my son's first birthday. I missed my son's first step, first word. I was working. I was bloody working and I missed it all. And I regret staying in that job for as long as I did. I don't regret being in corporate because I was afforded a lot of training, a lot of personal development, a lot of executive coaching. I really am the person that I am today because of a lot of the things that I learned in my corporate career, but I'm very glad that I exited when I did. And now I'm a multi-business owner. I've run a training consultancy for five years, over five years now, and that training consultancy operates in the region where I live in the UK, down in the southwest of the UK. And for five years, I built up that business. I built up a team of associate trainers. 
I built up some really prestigious corporate brands that we went out and delivered bespoke training programs to. So I have single-handedly designed, developed and delivered over 300 bespoke courses and workshops. So when it comes to my mission now to help female coaches in the online space, I know what it takes to build a kick-ass program. I know what it takes to create transformation in your clients because I've done it. I've done it with corporates, big brands, I've done it with small businesses, and of course I've done it with female entrepreneurs, okay? So I am your biggest cheerleader, I am your biggest hype girl. Those of you that are here in the group that have worked with me as my client, you will know once you come and work with me in my world, I am absolutely cheering you on from the sidelines. I'm available to you like a business partner would be. It's not a case of, oh, you can only speak to me in that hour there. You can speak to me anytime because I am your absolute cheerleader rooting for your success, okay? So that is me. I'm very glad to have you here in the group. If you are here with me, grab a pen, okay? Grab a pen, grab some paper. We're gonna be here for about 30 minutes and there's something very special for you at the end too. So definitely you wanna be sticking around. So these three reasons why you are not selling your services. Reason number one, you are not talking about the results that your offer creates. Now you might feel like you are, but for me, data talks, okay? The data behind that, you know, the numbers behind what's going on in your business, that tells me a story. So if you say, but I am talking about the result, but I'm also signing no clients, then I would say, yes, you're talking about the result in the way that you think it should be talked about, but you are not talking about the result from your ideal client's perspective, okay? So you are not talking about the result that your offer creates through the eyes of your client, because although it's your business, your programs, your packages that you are selling, you are not selling what you want to sell. You are selling what your ideal client wants to buy. Now that is very different. See it through their lens, okay? See it through their lens. How is it that they need to feel for them to be very comfortable with investing in you, investing in your program, investing in your coaching package? Whether that's one-to-one, group, membership, online courses, the same principle applies. If you're a service provider, you build websites, graphic design, branding, the same principle applies. If you want to attract new clients, you have to talk about the result that you create through their eyes, okay? And remember that value is in the eye of the beholder. Just like beauty, value is a perception. It's not a reality. What I think is valuable, you might not necessarily see as valuable, okay? I always use the example of Starbucks, right? We all go out and buy coffee, don't we? If you go into Starbucks, you know that you're gonna pay approximately double the price that you would if you went and bought a coffee in a local independent coffee shop. Why do some people go to Starbucks and pay double and other people want to pay half the price and go to the local independent? What are the reasons? What are the motivations? Those reasons and motivations are the value that you would sell. So if you're Starbucks and you're trying to sell the value in spending double, 
you would be looking for all the differentiators that you have that you can articulate. So you'd be looking at where you source the coffee, how you source the coffee. You'd be looking at the environment that you create, the type of seating that you provide, the food that you sell along with the coffee, the service that your baristas give, you know, the, the service that the people behind the counter give. Yeah, the cleanliness of the store, the location of the store, the brand reputation of Starbucks, the fact that it's a franchise and you know what you're going to get. All of those things are perceived value, but different people will see them in different ways because somebody might say, well, I go to Starbucks and I pay double, but it's not because of the coffee. It's because it's at the end of my road and it's more convenient. So value for that person is based on convenience. Whereas you might have somebody else that says, oh no, I only go to Starbucks because I want to drink and buy their organic coffee. That is the reason I go there. So the value for that person is based on the coffee. So value is in the eye of the beholder, not in the eye of the seller. You have to understand it through your client's lens. Okay, I'd love to know if this you know, if I've explained that well enough, okay, let me know if I haven't, but you need to be articulating the value that your offer creates. So for example, I am enrolling a group coaching program at the moment with Rosie called the Cash Collective. The value, the results that that program delivers is consistent 5k months and the strategy to get you to that 5k, 10k, 20k. The strategy we teach inside is what will break you out of your cycle of one, two, three K months and get you into consistency so that you can create reliable revenue in your business. And we know what reliable revenue does, don't we? It gives us peace of mind that we can take a bit of time off, that we can make a choice to go and sit in Starbucks, for example. Yeah, so when we talk about the result for that program, we're talking about what is the result we are coaching you towards? So my question for you is, what is the result that you coach your ideal client towards? Okay, so if this is something that is resonating for you, if this is standing out as, as a problem for you, that maybe you think you are articulating the result, but the fact that you haven't signed many clients recently tells you now that actually maybe it's not coming across the way that it needs to. So what can you do? I've got four points for you. I need to make sure my coffee doesn't go cold though. So what can you do if you've now realized that you are not articulating value? Well, the first thing you can do is get really clear on the results, on the outcome, on the transformation for your client, okay? Now, many people, when I talk about the importance of understanding your ideal client and doing your ideal client work and defining your niche, so many people would roll their eyes and say, I've done that before, Rachel. I've done that before. That's too basic. It's too foundational. I don't need to do that. Well, I'm afraid you do. Okay. We need to be working on our ideal client work at least once a quarter in a deep way. And the reason that we need to do that is because our ideal client is front and center of our business. And if we don't understand what their pain points are, what their desires are, what they want, what they want more than anything in the world right now. If we don't understand what they want, how can we build offers to serve them? How can we talk about the result that they want to create 
if we don't understand what that result is from their perspective. What happens is, if we don't understand our ideal client, we go off and we create offers that we want to sell, that we think are really amazing, and then we take them to market and we get tumbleweed. And that's no good for your business. It's no good for your mindset. Because the minute that you launch an offer and you get tumbleweed, you start questioning your ability. You start questioning your value. You start questioning your expertise. And that is not the problem here. That was never the problem. You are an expert. You are bloody brilliant. You, you don't need to be questioning that. But the only reason why you do is because you put an offer out there and nobody buys it. Well, what if the reason that nobody bought it was nothing to do with your expertise, but everything to do with the level of depth that you understand your ideal client? Okay, so get really clear, <coughs> excuse me, get really clear on the result, the outcome and the transformation that your offer provides and point two there by defining three to five pain points that your ideal client has now and three to five benefits that your ideal client really wants, not what you think they need, what they want, what they want more than anything in the world. By getting really clear on that, you're then able to build the right packages, yeah, to solve the right problems. You're not trying to fix problems that don't exist. You're solving the problems that they have right now that they have a desire and an urgency to fix. Because if they have a desire and an urgency, guess what? It makes it an investable problem. It means that they're prepared, prepared to spend money and to get a fast outcome. And of course, it's your expertise that they need to do that. Okay, and once you've done those things, got clear on the result, got your three to five pain points, got your three to five benefits, then you can plan your messaging to create the desire for the result that you help them to reach. Okay, so there's a few tips there on what you can do. Reason number two is you are not confident in your offer. Okay, one of the reasons why you are not selling enough of your services right now is that you are not confident in your offer. Now, you might feel on a good day like you are, and on a not so good day, you start to question it. Okay, but when I say you are not confident, I mean you are not <coughs> climbing a mountain with a megaphone and screaming at the top of your voice about how bloody amazing your offer is. Yeah? I mean properly confident, truly in your heart, in every fibre in your body, you believe that your offer solves problems for your ideal client, that your offer delivers the result. You need to be 100% confident, okay? Last week when Rosie and I delivered the Limitless Leads Challenge to you, we helped you to identify some blind spots, identify some areas where things needed to change, yeah? And then we invited you to join us in the Cash Collective and we are 100% confident in the offer. So let me share with you some of the things that you can do for you to get confident in your offer too. Firstly, do some market research to get a deeper understanding of what your ideal client wants and why they want it. So for me, market research should be done at least once a quarter. And that might look like you polling your audience in your stories. It might look like you going live and just asking them the question. It might look like you're inviting people to a coffee call with you. It might look like doing it a little bit more formally and creating a survey, 
okay? There's all sorts of ways that you can do market research. The beauty of market research is it allows you to get inside your ideal client's head and to understand the words that they use when they are describing the pain that they're in, the outcome that they want, the thing that they want most in the world. What are the words that they use? Yeah, it's not about the words that you would choose. Yeah, this is not like a fancy marketing exercise. This is about getting inside your ideal client's head and understanding the words that they would use. The best marketing training that you will ever access is the training that your ideal client gives you. Their words, their thoughts, their pain points, their desires, okay? So make sure that you invest time at least once a quarter to do that market research. You also might want to to really drive your confidence in your offer. You might want to invite case study clients or beta clients, people to test out your offer. When I first started my coaching business, I sold my one-to-one as a case study option and I gave a 50% discount for doing that. I gave a 50% discount. My one-to-one was priced at $5,000 back then and I sold it for two and a half thousand to the right fit people in return for them sharing their innermost thoughts with me at the beginning, during the program and at the end so that I could create case studies and I could test my offer. Now in testing your offer, what happens is when the client gets the result that you planned for, that you hoped for, what do you think happens to your confidence? Whoop, it goes sky high, okay? Your confidence in your offer goes sky high. Why? Because you've tested it. You've tested it, okay? So that's definitely something that you need to get on your to-do list if you are not feeling confident in your offer. Another thing that you can do to get really confident in your offer, my coffee is going cold now, to get really clear in your offer is a folder containing previous client successes. So all of the case study back, all of the testimonials that you've ever received, screenshots when your clients have told you how amazing you are. Yes, screenshots when your clients have celebrated good news with you. Create a folder with all of those things inside so that when you need to really bring the confidence in your offer, you have got somewhere to go to read all of that great, you know, good news, all those testimonials, you've got somewhere to go to read them all in one place. So you're not scrappling around trying to find all of your client reviews. Okay, now those things will help to boost your confidence. So if you've identified that one of the reasons that you might not be selling your offer in the way that you would like to, in the volumes and the quantities that you'd like to, then it might be to do with how confident you are in your offer, what your level of self-belief is in your offer. And you might need to go and do some market research, invite some case studies, and then you know create this bank of testimonials and reviews. And the third reason, the third easy to fix thing that you can do to sell more of your services this week and make more money this week is that you're not sharing the testimonials and social proof. Yeah, if you take my point on the last slide, you create a little folder with it all in, Well, it's no good creating the folder and just leaving it there. So the first thing I want you to do to really test whether this reason is impacting you is go to your favorite social media channel and have a look at your last nine to 12 posts. 
have a look at your last nine to 12 posts and see if any of them are testimonials. And guess what? If they're not, the action is to post one today. Okay, to post one today. Make sure it's a good one. Make sure that it's relevant to the offer that you would like to sell this week and start talking about how excited you were to celebrate that success with your client, to celebrate that result. Don't just post it and run away. Really put some effort into showing your audience that whilst you've got this amazing testimonial, that that is not a one-off, that you can do that over and over and over again for your clients and that if they would like to create that result too, then they need to reach out to you, okay? So if you believe, when, when you go and audit your social channel, if you can see that you're not sharing enough testimonials, then I've got a few things, again, that you can do. Four points here for you. First one, plan your content to always include client success stories. When you schedule, when you plan, you might you, you might have a, a spreadsheet to plan your content. You might plan it in Creator Studio, like wherever you plan your content. Have a little reminder there for you, a little trigger to say, hey, make sure that you go and share a testimonial this week. Okay, so always plan in the sharing of client success. Every time one of your clients sends you a message, I want you to screenshot all of that good news so that you can put it in a folder or a kind of like a, a mood board, you know, depends on what you like. You might want to build a, a wall in your house filled with client testimonials and client successes. So take screenshots. You might want to create Canva graphics to show off your client success. You know, you might want to go and get like five stars and, you know, drop those onto a Canva graphic with a quote from a client of yours, okay? So that it looks on brand on your Instagram grid. And the final point for you, and this is a real biggie, is get out of your own head. Yeah, do yourself the compassionate thing of not holding yourself back. Because by you saying to yourself, oh, I don't wanna share another testimonial. What if people think I'm bragging? What if, what if people think that I'm being arrogant, you know? Like if I, if I share too many client successes, people might think bad of me, you know? What if Auntie Sheila sees it, you know? Like what will she think? You've gotta get out of your own head. You've got to get out of your own head. You are running an online business and your brand and your credibility is created through your content. It is created by the way that you show up. So if you don't show up, what are you creating there? Well, the feeling that you're not present. If you don't share testimonials, what is the feeling that you're creating there? That you don't create success for people. So you must, must, must get out of your own head. And remember, it is not braggy to share testimonials, okay? It is just part of running an online business. And it gives your audience reassurance and confidence that you are somebody that they can invest in okay so we must do it we must must do it i want you all to commit to me that you are going to share a testimonial this week so my question for you all is which one of these are you going to try so that's it for today i hope that you've enjoyed this episode 
If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there.